It's the success line. This is the place where achievers come to get advice on how to solve business problems and unlock their true potential. Every week, a new listener of the show sits down with success coaching director Ben Fairfield to talk through a roadblock and learn a lesson. Now here he is, Ben Fairfield. Hey everyone, welcome to the Success Line. Your coach Ben Fairfield here with another episode with another wonderful entrepreneur, uh, Miss Sarah Starr. And Sarah, thank you for being on the Success Line. Thank you, Ben, for having me. Oh, it's an honor. My pleasure. So awesome to see you again. Now, uh, we saw each other when you went through the Success Coaching Certification here a few months back. Uh, but for yes. those that maybe don't know you or weren't in that class, tell the listeners who is Sarah, uh, what do you do, and what brings you to the Success Line today? All right. Well, I am a, a mother, a wife, an individual, a business professional, an entrepreneur, friend, um, you know, kind of all rolled into one of a lot of different experiences. Um, I live in Oregon currently. I'm going to give you a little bit of background on um, just who I am because I think it plays into why I'm a coach and what I'm doing as a coach. And I guess that should have been one of the first things I said is I'm a coach and a wife and a mother, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up on Kodiak Island in Alaska and in the seventies. And at that time you were only there because you wanted to be there. It made you happy to be there. It's a very unique place with a lot of authentic and unique people. And those that are there are, are happy people. So when I was growing up there, that's, I, that's my takeaway of, of living there was I learned trust and honesty and individuality and, um, creativity, independence, empathy, and then just a really great appreciation for the creator of all things greater than I. So that all, all of that plays in to why I am coaching. And then just a little bit more after that, um, when it came time to go to college, I really wanted to focus on sociology and psychology. But as I was heading there, um, the powers that be, so to speak, that were paying for college had a conversation with me that, uh, what are you going to do with a sociology degree? They were just completely curious about that and didn't <laughs> didn't know. And then um, promptly informed me that I'd have to be in school forever to do something, you know, with a psychology degree or doctorate. Uh, and so they highly encouraged me to uh, major in some sort of business background because that's where I would make the money. That's that's what would make me happy would be having the the money with a business background. Um, so I buckled and I did that. But after college, you know, so I I had that business degree and um, I did focus on marketing because that I could still pull that sociology and psychology into the marketing uh, end of things. I I did marketing. I did uh, freelancing graphic design for a while. I went back into marketing management. I popped back out and got a nutritionist certification and um, uh did wellness and nutrition and uh, personal chef catering. Um, 
Then the Great Recession hit, found out we were pregnant. My husband and I were both self-employed and decided that one of us needed to have some form of stability. <laughs> so, and since I had the most experience kind of with that, that was that was me. So I got back into the workforce as far as um, uh, working with uh, strategic planning and business development uh, in that area. And then, and that's what I have been doing. Uh, and then recently, right before the success coaching certification, uh, through the encouragement of a wonderful coach that, you know, Linda Alexander, who has mm -hmm. been a friend for a while, um, and coach, uh, and my husband, they just both really encouraged me to go for it. Just follow your dream of what you want to do just, and, and pursue that coaching. And that's kind of the full circle of how I got back around to where I am now with my coaching, with my overall vision being the big picture vision is making happiness contagious. Um, and that's just by helping, helping spread joy and positivity through life and career coaching, um, connecting enough people with their, their why and their happiness factor or their purpose, I guess, uh, so that they know that they know they're in the right place and uh, are able to engage positively with others in their daily life. And so that's kind of my, my vision, my, my why in the big picture of things. So there you have it. That's what can awesome. you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, you've got, you've got more clarity in those areas than a lot of people that we talk to. So, so obviously that means that you've done a lot of soul searching. You've spent a lot of time uh, digging into this and really unpacking yeah. it. So first off, kudos, because you're a lot further along than a lot of folks are. Uh, and so people listening, if you don't have that level of clarity, uh, then stop, pause it right now, <laughs> take the time, and then start playing when you're you're at this level. So so in the meantime, you you uh, you have your your why. You're you're wanting to help people make happiness contagious. You want to connect people with their why as one of the ways to get them to um, mm -hmm. having happiness be contagious. So uh, so all that being said, like this, you've got your certification, you've got your skill set, you've got the experience, you have clarity in your why. So what brings you here today? What can we tackle together? Well, even knowing my why and even in the, you know, since my success coaching certification in the five months, you know, like you said, I've been massaging things and um, uh, doing all sorts of things to grow and be confident and comfortable and authentic in my coaching business. But where I am hesitant is on the marketing myself side, talking myself up, um, getting that message out there that I am, uh, I am a coach and, uh, I just sharing that message, not necessarily. I mean, I know social media is a, a, a big part of it and I can do that. Um, I, it, I think it'd be a, a matter of uh, just coming up with the the content and having that readily available to to post. But the message before that, I have to have that message. I have to have that message to be able to put on social media. But more importantly, to me, the way I like to communicate and interact with people is personally one on one. Um, so getting out there and having those conversations with people 
and where to find the places to have those conversations with people. Um, so being comfortable with the message and getting the message out there that I am now a, a competent life and career coach that I have this message and with the experience that I have had can help you. Okay. All right. So, so do you mind if we take a step back before we go too forward? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just so, just so I have context. So why, uh, why making happiness contagious? What, what led you to get to that? Cause I can sense that you believe that. And I think it's wonderful. I'm not questioning it, but I mm-hmm. help me understand what led you to that being your compelling vision uh, as I hear it to be. I, so, and I've been thinking about this a lot too, and it stems from me following other people's directions of what my life should have been like, what I should have done. Um, and, and then me following along with that, knowing that I could have potentially been in a happier place sooner if I would have followed my dreams and my path and my why. Um, that being said, you know, you can't discount all of your experience because that makes you who you are today too. Sure, sure. But that being able to be in a happier place sooner so I am able to be more, and I've noticed this about myself now that I am doing this, I am more present with my family. I am uh, able to be there and share those happy moments. I'm, I'm, I am a happier person. I'm more filled with joy. I, I'm not snappy with people. You know, I'm still, I'm not perfect. I still got my moments, but I noticed that as an overall, uh, presence, I am, I'm there in the moment with them being able to be, uh, me authentically lighthearted. And, uh, and I think the more that people are aware of themselves and can experience that joy when they are able to see that in themselves, the mindset changes, growth begins, and they share that with others in their life too. And it's just kind of a domino effect. If you are happy, you can spread that happiness to others. They feel that happiness. It, they soak it in and they interact with others in a more positive light. I just, to be able to, I guess, positivity and happiness are, are, they go hand in hand. They're not the same thing, but I think that they go hand in hand in spreading that uh, happiness contagion there. Sure. So you said something, I, I heard you say it a couple different times, a couple different ways that you saw it and you noticed it in yourself with your family, but you were able to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? That is important to me because I am just discovering my authentic self. Mm. I, 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 I guess I should say rediscovering my authentic self. Um, I have felt that I've had to be a, a, for whatever reason, and I, I'm not sure why, uh, yeah, but just had to be an, another person or take on different personas to be able to get things done and accomplished. And um, uh, but to be my and to be 
I guess taking on those different personas in my mind was helping me be more confident. But now that I'm unpacking a lot of this, it's being my authentic self. I don't have to care what other people think. It's I. The only one that I'm 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 being there for is 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 me. I don't care what you think. If you think that you know what I said is silly or funny or or doesn't apply to you, fine. It's it's that's me. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. So (laughs) absolutely. um, So so who else do you think in the world? I'm talking broad brush, generalized here. But who else do you think, if if there's a a group or a, a type of person or a role, or it doesn't matter how you want to quantify it, but who else would be maybe experiencing that or feeling that based on your experience? The lack of authenticity? Yeah. I think a, a lot of, um, well, the, the, one of the, my avatar, my niche is kind of, is, is, is experiencing that just the, um, moms who've been at, at, home and having to give up their, their life to raise their kids for a while, their career to raise their kids for a while. Um, or just people in that age group, you know, 35 to 55 or so that are like, who am I? Mm. What am I, what, what's my purpose now? You know, if their kids are leaving, you know, they, what, what do I do? Rediscovering that identity. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I just had this conversation with somebody really close, um, actually, as as recently as last night, uh, about this oh. very same thing. So that's why it's, uh, I don't believe in coincidence, so it's pretty interesting how the timing works out. But But I do, I totally agree with you. I think this is something that a lot of people wrestle with, and that I think a lot of people may not understand that it's perfectly normal and healthy to wrestle with. Uh, because mm-hmm. like what we talked about in the certification is that uh, going going to the next level, whatever that is for any of us, always requires a new version of ourselves. So we're always having to to go through this evolutionary process of rediscovering who we're becoming so that we can get to the next level that we want to get to, to, to do whatever we want to do. In your case, to impact right. more people and to, to be more fulfilled, which are wonderful things. So, uh, so I appreciate you. That's why I wanted to ask to get clarity, because I think that's really, really important. Um, and total side note, I did mm-hmm. not know that you were from Kodiak Island. Oh. Uh, I have three boys, 12, <laughs> 10, and 8, and one of their favorite shows is Mountain Men. And so they are fascinated by Kodiak Island and the bears <laughs> that live there. So uh, just a little yep. tidbit, uh, FYI. So uh, so coming back to the business at hand. So you are, <laughs> you are on mission. You have clarity over uh, what you want to help people discover because you've gone through that process yourself. Uh, I trust that it's made a big difference in you. I can tell you just talking to you now versus five months ago, (laughs) you already are more confident, more self-assured. And um, I I just see such a difference in you already, right? Thank you, Ben. I've been working on it. (laughs) I mean that with every ounce of my being. I mean, it's really wonderful to see. And what's exciting is the you today is going to be much different than the you five months from now based on the trajectory and the work that you're doing. So, uh, so I want to point that out that, that again, in the process, the success and growth is in the process of becoming, it's not in an event or a point in time, right? It's who we become along the way. Uh, and so, so that's a lesson in and of itself for you and for your clients and for me and everyone listening. So, so coming back to, to your question, we know who we're going after. We know what we're wanting to help them with. So help me understand this correctly or clarify, but your question is, how do I 
reach those people that are feeling those things that need what I have to offer? How do I find those people? Is that what you're saying? How do I find those people and start that conversation? Got it. Okay. So let's, uh, I don't want to put anything into, you know, put you into a corner or put it into a box because I don't want to limit it. But for example's sake, let's use the the mom's uh, example because this is very, very, very big. You know, if, uh, you know, moms, I, I tell my wife all the time that, that it's a good thing that the boys have a strong mom because if it was up to me. They may not be alive still. Like, I don't know how <laughs> y'all do it. And I'm super grateful that you do. Uh, and there's a reason <laughs> that it's not me. Um, but point being, I guess I would argue one of the hardest jobs there is. And so for so many years, moms that, that uh, stay home with their kids or even if they're dual career and they're still raising their kids and they're just pouring everything they have into the kids that becomes the norm. And then the, the you look up for a second and they're 12 and they're 15 and they're 20 and now they're getting ready to leave the house. And it is, it's a, almost an identity crisis, right? What do I do now? Because yeah. all this effort and time has been going into them. So, so let's talk about that group as just as an example, you could use the same process okay. for any other group. So, so that group they're they're seeing the inevitable coming, meaning the kids are going to grow up and they're going to just start their own journey of, of into adulthood and finding out who they are and they're going to go down their path. And all of a sudden, these moms in this example are going to have free time and they're going to have okay. to figure out what the heck do I do now? So so when they're in the process of that, that questioning phase, that maybe that realization process of coming to terms with that's where they are, maybe based on your own experience or based on the experience of those you've talked to, what do they do next? Like when they come to an awareness of this, or they, they're aware of the fact they're wrestling with this specific thing, where do they turn? What do they do in that moment? They turn to their friends, um, maybe for advice. I know a lot of moms that at that point turn to the gym to... <laughs> Now that they have time again, to, sure, to, uh, or or some form of fitness activity, um, uh, to get physically, I mean, I, you know, meld the physical and the the mental states together to move forward. There, um, where do they go? They could be looking for, you know, schooling. Um, to move forward with something like that. Uh, mom's groups, maybe I, sure. I would think, uh, or maybe moving on to wine clubs, um, after the mom's group. Sure. <laughs> no. and, and I think every single thing that you just said is correct. And, and I think this is the process we can start going through all, you know, offline, but this is the process I would yeah. have anyone listening go through is, is what do they do in that moment? And we can make a big list and all of those are very valuable. We'll talk about that in a sec, but but there's one thing that I think that they're looking for in every one of those potential paths they could take, and it's validation. It's validation that what I'm feeling or sensing is not just me, that it's real, that it's okay, yeah. and that other people have felt the same thing. Do you agree with that? Yes, yes, I do. So, I so do. the it's form okay. that it takes can be different, Yet I would argue that that the driving force behind most of whatever action they end up taking is going to be looking for validation. They're going to be seeking out validation by finding evidence that other people have felt the same way, that this is a normal thing. Uh, and then 
they piece all of this together to be able to figure out what's next. What's my next step? How do, what do I do with it now that I'm aware of it? Now, I, I, I say all of that to say this. You as an entrepreneur, you as a, a coach and a practitioner that wants to help these people, like all of us listening, everyone, regardless of what our thing is, but you, Sarah, in this example, you have to find those people in that moment. So that's why I asked that question, because we know that they're looking for validation. So the question, the hypothetical question we have to ask ourselves in when growing a, a movement and finding our tribe or, you know, attracting our people into our group is, okay, great. How do I, how do I find them in that moment? And it's not a one size fits all. It's not a one thing. Yet I would argue that there are a few things you could do that could be used many different ways to find people in that moment. So some, from a validation standpoint, now, um, <laughs> uh, most guys uh, are not super in touch with their feelings, right? <laughs> so when, when most guys, I'm saying most, when most guys have something come up uh, like this, they would not seek validation. They would try to suppress it and move on and rub some dirt on it, right? Like that's most <laughs> guys read very different than women, and that's not good or bad. It's just the way right. we're created. So, right. so knowing that, knowing that that in our example case of these moms, most of them are probably going to be looking for validation. To be validated, they're going to be seeking someone who they perceive to be authentic and genuine. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you be able to, without being in person with them, convey authenticity and a sense of complete genuineness with people with these moms seeking this like how could what what medium could you use to be in front of them so that they could we talked about the different communication structures in the certification how do they take in all the senses what medium could you use to get in front of them to to display that you are authentic that you care that you're genuine and that you are a person they can turn to for help well, I think the broadest reach would probably be um, yeah, videos on social media telling my story. Um, so video is going to, I would argue, would be one of your best bets. Now, here's where I w- would go with this. And I was coached on this by Brendan Bouchard years ago. Uh, video is one of the things that everyone knows we need to do and most people won't do. Because most people are waiting for the perfect camera equipment, the perfect microphone, the perfect background, the perfect lighting, perfect everything. And uh, oh, by the way, the second largest search engine in the world is YouTube, which is filled with amateur shot video. (laughs) So our, our world craves authenticity more than perfection. So, so just getting something going, like I look back at some of the first videos I ever recorded back when we used flip video cameras, like old technology, but they was cutting edge at the time. I look back at some of those early ones and they are horrible, horrible quality, horrible sound, and they have tens of thousands of views on them. So, so people are willing to overlook a lot of that because they're looking for the content. So, so here's what Brendan coached me on a long time ago was that you do video and you sit down in front of a camera and, and you, and again, it takes some, some strategy and some practice. You outline what it is you want to say to these, these women in this example. Um, you have a message straight for them. You have a message that's going to cut to the quick hit them right between the eyes and within the first 30 to 60 seconds, make them go, okay, I, I'm connecting with this person. I'm resonating with what they're saying. She's experienced what I've experienced, right? We have to make it personable. We have to make it relatable. But the point is you start having a conversation with the camera, just like you and I are having right now. And you can break that conversation up into multiple smaller videos because our attention span, by the way, is short. 
Okay. So you can take a long form video, break it into a series of videos that build on each other. The best part though is, Sarah, it gets even bigger than this because we know video is going to be important. And the beauty of videos, you can use video on social, you can use it on YouTube, you can send it in an email, you can use video lots of different ways. Oh, by the way, you can also have that video transcribed. And now oh, you have a blog yeah. post or a series of blog posts for your website. Okay. You can also take the audio out of the video and you have a series of podcasts. Huh. So one medium can be leveraged multiple ways across multiple different platforms. So it's the same amount of work for you to, to capture the essence of your message. And then you just decide what's the strategy I'm going to take to squeeze as much juice out of each one of those videos that I possibly can to, to do the blog post through a transcription, to have the video series, to, to do all of the different things you can do. It all starts with one video series though. That's, that really was just a very huge aha for me. And it, cause I know that in success coaching that we, we've talked about this concept before, but it was still in my mind, it was like, oh, videos, I can't, I can't put my face out there. I can't, what am I going to talk about? But just, just like I told you my story, bingo, I just need to tell my story. Yep. That's, I just need to, and I be authentically me and tell my story. And that, that, that is something, um, that I have really massaged out of me in the past five months since success coaching, a certification and going back through all the, the modalities and, and, and it's, but this, when you just said that video, uh, and make it a series, transcribe it, blog posts, podcasts, all from one, I mean, and to get huge my reach. story out there, that is a huge reach. And oh, by the way, you can use snippets of the video for stories on Instagram. If you do Instagram, you can take them and make them, it's not a Facebook Live, but a premiere, which is a scheduled, looks like a live video. I mean, there's so many ways you can use uh, the content that you create. The key is starting the content. Now, uh, one other mm -hmm. thought comes to mind if you're okay with another idea. <laughs> no, please. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> okay, so, so you're recording this video for all the other purposes. Like you've got the video going, you, you're, you're sharing your story, you're being authentic, people are getting to know you. Now, what I also know is that that video is powerful because it engages all of the senses, which we talk about in the certification, mm -hmm. right? So it's it's not just verbal. Verbal communication is is one of the smallest, right? It's it's your presence, your your physical presence, your facial expressions, it's your tonality. It's all these things wrapped together, and so they really get to know you. The only better thing than a video is an in person. Now, what we know is you finding opportunities to speak to groups of women can be very, very powerful as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yet what we know is most groups are not going to bring in somebody they don't know anything about, they haven't heard the story of, and they don't have full confidence in because the person booking is responsible whether it goes good right. or bad. <laughs> so what I would suggest you have the ability to do too is once you record that video for all the other purposes, and I, I wouldn't just be one video, like this could be many videos that you follow the same sure. process with. And all of a sudden now you have a library of videos and a library of blog posts and a library of podcasts so that people can consume your story whichever way they prefer. But now you also can take snippets out of that and make a speaker reel. Oh. You can send your one-page speaker bio, your one-page speaker sheet, 
along with a, bio, a quick video, snippets from your, your story, just the, the punch stuff, the 30 seconds to 60 seconds stuff, just who is Sarah and what kind of impact you're going to get for me when you have me come speak for you. you. You send that with this one sheet and all of a sudden now you open up the door to speaking engagements. And it doesn't matter if it's 10 people or 10,000 people. It's a contact sport. It's getting in front of enough people, right? This so right. it's just about right. getting in front of people. And every time you get in Absolutely. front of people, Sarah, you're going to become even more confident, and your story yeah. is going to be even more refined. And you're going to learn through the process. What do they respond to? Where do I need to emphasize more? Where do I need to spend less time in my presentation? But you're going to refine your messaging so that you get it dialed to the point where you can go in front of any room, any group, any size, any time, share your story and know that you're going to connect with people in that room who need what it is you have to offer. That's amazing. So this speaker one sheet. I love it. And and you don't have to overthink this. You don't have to be a graphic designer. You can go to, have you ever heard of fiverr.com? Yes. Yes. So you can go to fiverr and you can have, there's like countless, there's hundreds of design projects where they'll do a speaker one sheet for you. Oh, Okay. But it's a speaker one sheet. They'll make it really, really nice looking. But there are six key elements that I think every speaker one sheet needs to have on it. The first, of course, is we have to showcase our skills and our credentials. Right? So we have to prove to them. So this is where you're, you're being certified in by success coaching. This is going to be an important certification. Like all of the certifications you have, I want to highlight those. Right? Because they're all, they're all coming together, converging to this moment in time as to why you're the right person to speak on this subject. So okay. that, that's the skills and credentials. The second one is we want to pinpoint our target audience. So we need to make it crystal clear on this speaker one sheet in a few sentences who we are best suited to speak to, who we will resonate the most with. Okay. Number three, we want to explain how clients are going to benefit from having you as a speaker, whether it's for fee or for free. It does not matter, but how are they going to benefit? What's in it for them? So we, we, already, we already covered like what's going to qualify you to be on that stage or in front of that group. Um, we already, they already know who the audience is, but now what are we going to leave them with? How are, how are we going to leave them feeling after hearing our story? What are we going to bring to that room and to the people in the room that they didn't have when they walked in? Right. That's what we want to get to with the third one about what's, what's in it uh, to them. Okay. Got it. Uh, and that dovetails number four is very specifically not only how the, the group that's bringing you will benefit, but how does the person sitting in the chair in the audience benefit? What other, what other assets are you going to leave them with or give them access to when they leave? Are you going to give them access to uh, a PDF guide uh, with a checklist for how to overcome something or how to discover something or, or whatever your top of funnel lead okay. magnet might be? But, but we're going to highlight that too, that everybody in the audience is going to get this as a bonus. Great. And then the fifth one, the fifth element of a one sheet, we should have a few testimonials from clients who've had you speak before. Okay. And then sixth, it's your contact info and a headshot. Okay. So you hit those six points in a speaker one sheet. You send that with a highlight reel, if you will, from the other videos that you do. Now, all of a sudden, you're positioning yourself to get in front of a lot of people. And the size of the room is completely irrelevant. It's the rhythm that you're getting into. It's the cadence of how frequent you're going to be speaking in front of people because it's doing you as much good as, as it is them. 
It's getting you comfortable with the presentation. It's, it's you cutting your teeth with all of the things along the way. If you're doing a slideshow, getting used to the slides, reorganizing the slides after a couple times to see that it flows better this way. But each and every time, you're leveling up. You're getting better and better and better at presenting your core mission, uh, delivering it to who your core audience is, and you're going to have a higher conversion rate. And all of that, again, comes back to uh, what then do we do with it? And my, my third and final um, suggestion would be is then we have to have a place to put them. Right. So whether it's a Facebook group uh, or, or whatever it may be, but some kind of a community where they can all come in and not only benefit from what you give them, drip on them, share with them, but they can benefit from each other. They're building relationships with other people who are experiencing the same thing or have experienced the same thing. And now all of a sudden the group is kind of coaching itself while being coached by you. That's funny that you say that because I have um, on my uh, one of my uh, goals to do in the next three months is I have it right here on my Trello is to create uh, basically the garden club where you can weed out things that uh, you need to talk about on Facebook. I love that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but you see how it all it's a funnel, right? Yeah. So it's it's starting top of funnel is the video and the blog and all the stuff we're just putting out into the ether to to really reach people where they're at because it's shareable people can share it with each other then we're coming down a little bit narrower to the speaking engagements where we're in front of a set group of people it's not people i don't know i don't know what's happening in a, in a room i can see who's taking in my information right and then it's drilling it down to the community level where i can invite people to come on this journey with us and and in that process they're meeting others who are in a similar yes. place or, or wrestling with a similar thing. And oh, by the way, you then can offer things to them, courses, training events, workshops, whatever. Yes. They're going to help them go down that path a little bit faster should they choose to participate. That's awesome. That's awesome. So the speaker reel and the speaker one sheet, do I find um, like women's groups or things like that to send those to who do I send them? Yes. So a couple, it's a good question. There's a couple things I would suggest there. So first, um, in your immediate area, like I always suggest people start close to home because it's mm -hmm. easy to get to no travel fast. Uh, so I would look around and see where are there uh, opportunities for me to speak? Okay. Like I, I can think of one here, like there's a really phenomenal um, charitable organization that has a women's shelter and recovery and all kinds of stuff built into it. Like that would be a huge opportunity to go speak uh, to women in that program, because I would argue that a lot of them probably are, are or have dealt with this and it could absolutely benefit. So it's you looking just in your immediate geographic area as far as where could I absolutely find people that are my avatar, that are looking for mm -hmm. this, that could take my messaging and run with it, that I'm a 20-minute driver less away from? Okay. okay. Now, the other place I would also suggest, and we haven't talked about it, but, but all of this also leads you, uh, I would get on as many podcasts as I could once you have this stuff set up. And so there are, there's a, a website I want to give you, and anyone listening, it's a phenomenal website. It's called Podcast Guests plural.com podcastguests.com and on podcastguests.com you can put up your profile your bio this is where your one sheet's going to be important this is where your oh. your sizzle reel is going to be important but now it blasts it out and people who have podcasts that are looking for guests that do what you do come to this central database and start looking and then you can do a reverse search as well you can find podcasts that are in the area that you specialize in and 
apply to be on those podcasts. So now all of a sudden you've got a network of appearances where you can go into somebody else's world, speak to their community, and maybe bring some of those community back into your own at the same time. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Now that I'm a podcast pro, being on here with you. So there you go. There you go. So, so that's a lot. Like there's a lot. There's no shortage of things. No. Um, yet I do feel that those are, are all in line with what you want to accomplish. And I think they'll all work together to get you to your end goal. So uh, based on all of that, uh, what stands out the most? What do you see being the, the first thing you want to do, the first thing you want to tackle? The first thing I need to do is make that, make that video. Just tell my story. Uh, make that first video um, and then utilize it for all the different avenues um, and then get, get comfortable with that and make my second video. <laughs> and then the third and the and fourth the third and, and the, the fourth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and then the, the, the speaker reel and the speaker one sheet are, are definitely on my, uh, my schedule now too. So I love it. the video is first. I got to get that video done. Um, and I have done videos before. I just need to, you know, get a haircut. And then I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you think it takes. Uh, it just starts with one foot in front of the other. Right. And getting in front of the camera. And um, I'm excited to see what comes of it. So, so Sarah, it is, uh, it's awesome having you here. I want to make sure everyone knows what's the best way they can connect with you. Like where on social are you most active? So if they want to connect with you and, and watch the trajectory that you're about to go on, that they can do that. Where do they find you? I am on Facebook and it's uh, Sarah Starnes uh, Life and Career Coaching. Um, I do have a, a website that uh, I do update and that is... Um, coach-sarah.com um, or email is always great too. Uh, Sarah at coach-sarah.com. But I do have, uh, if you look up Sarah Starnes or Sarah Starnes life and career coaching on Facebook, you'll find my personal page and my business page. And um, you can either personal message me or leave a comment. That's awesome, Sarah. Well, uh, always a pleasure seeing your smiling face and your wonderful personality. Just grateful for the time you spent with us today. I hope it was helpful. Absolutely. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching what you do with it all. It's going to be big and no doubt. All right. Be watching for those videos, Ben. I'll do them. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Making happiness contagious. Who doesn't get excited about that? vision and mission that man sarah is awesome uh, i love what she is taking to the world and what she feels compelled to do by helping people connect with their why it's so interesting that oftentimes our mission and our vision are born out of experiences that we had things that we wish we would have known decisions we wish we would have made or a path we wish we would have chosen and it's oftentimes uh, something we have to experience before we really can have the level of passion that Sarah does to want to take that message to the world and help other people uh, learn before they have to go down the same path we did. So uh, like I told Sarah, regardless of what your business is, when you're wanting to find people, you don't need everybody. You need the right people. So it starts by being authentic, sharing your authentic and genuine story, letting people know who you are. And yeah, that means some people are going to be turned off. 
Yeah, that means some people are going to stop the video and not watch it because they don't want to work with you. More importantly, it means the people that watch all the way through want to work with you. The people who listen to your message and resonate with it and reach out to you, well, they're a heck of a lot more committed than a casual random internet person who found your website. These people have a glimpse into your heart, your vision, and your mission. They know who you are, and they want to go down a similar path. I would argue that's what every single entrepreneur is looking for. That's the episode for today. I hope you found a lot of value out of it, just like I did. Stay tuned next week. Another episode just like this one. In the meantime, please, please, please share this podcast with somebody that you know that could benefit from the work we do. Please also make sure you subscribe. We would love also a five-star review and we'll see you next week. If you're interested in receiving free coaching on a future episode, go to success.com slash success line guest. This has been a success podcast. Head over to success.com slash podcasts to hear more just like it.